Hello and welcome to Stuck in the 90s. We are your weekly nostalgia podcast chronicling the years, you guessed it, 1990 through 1999. We're your hosts, my name's Chris Elphick. And I'm Connor Thompson. This week we are doing March 18th through March 24th, 1993. What a cool year. Let's dive right into March 18th. Diving in, the French abortion pill will begin clinical trials in the U.S. in two months. This is a controversial pill which could terminate pregnancies up to 50 days after conception. It actually got approval in 2000, and recently, we're talking July 2015, got approval from Health Canada. So that's a pretty big space. Approval in 2000 in the U.S. Yeah. Approval in Canada this past summer. They should call it the month after pill. Moving on to March 19th. Hollywood loses its drawing board. Computers are rapidly replacing artists who paint movie posters and illustrate advertising campaigns. Chris, are the machines coming for us? The machines are indeed coming for us, and I, for one, welcome our robotic overlords but for real when was the last time you actually saw a illustrated movie poster like 80s there was something i find just cheesy about hand-drawn posters i mean some of them are fantastic some of the best movie posters of all time are hand-drawn but enough about that though uh march 20th in anaheim anti-crime group plans manure blitz (laughs) somebody the neighborhood group that garnered national attention the previous month when it spread cow manure in a park to drive out (laughs) drug dealers dealers will be taking similar action on a wider scale today march 20th said the organizers so they were planning on handing out fifteen thousand pounds of manure to anyone who wants it this is to drive out drug dealers and crime i really don't get how that works but we're sick of your shit here's some shit i guess so that's weird yeah All right, March 21st. This week in things that have gotten significantly worse in the past two decades, we found a story titled Muslims Protest Labeling as Terrorists. Hundreds of Muslims rallied outside a mosque Saturday to protest what they called false accusations against Islam of terrorism since the World Trade Center bombing. So this was obviously the first time the World Trade Center was attacked. There was a bomb that was set below the North Tower. And obviously, come 2001, shit gets a bit more real. Yep, that sucks. I mean, it sucks that, like, Muslims were being labeled terrorists but it sucks a lot more now i'm willing to bet i'm not a muslim march 22nd intel corporation ships the first p5 pentium chips this was the first processor from intel with the pentium branding that in some way shape or form continues to this day it had a clock speed of 66 megahertz and approximately 3.1 million transistors now comparing this to uh your pc connor your processor is clocked at 3.5 gigahertz that's 3500 megahertz has four processing cores and approximately 1.7 billion transistors sky late shit has come a long way sure has like i said earlier the machines are coming for us and I welcome it. Moving on to March 23rd. With three seconds to blast off, shuttle mission is halted. So the space shuttle Columbia's nine-day mission had been delayed repeatedly over the past six weeks to replace engine pumps and hydraulic hoses. Over the course of its lifetime, 22 years, the shuttle completed 27 missions before tragically exploding in 2003, killing all seven members aboard. I remember the space shuttle Columbia as being like one of those things that constantly appeared throughout Mm -hmm. my childhood. Like you're hearing about in elementary schools. I remember 
remember them pulling in the cart with the tube TV on oh, top so we cart. could watch one of those launches or at least the, the film of it from the day prior. I remember in 2003 when uh, when it exploded. That was news all day. It was terrible. Yeah, it sucked. Um, Speaking of things that sucked. March 24th, Clinton criticized <laughs> on roles of gays in military. Supporters and opponents of President Clinton's plan to lift the ban on homosexuals in the military quickly criticized the president Tuesday for saying he might agree to job restrictions on gay service personnel, contending that such a step would create serious morale problems. Basically, Clinton was really flip-flopping around on whether or not he was going to let gay people into the military. Eventually, this sort of culminated in the clusterfuck that was don't ask, don't tell. Really just one of the weirdest things in United States history. What the hell was that? And it went on until 2011. That's it for All this right. week. Uh, this, well, this week's news was just a real mishmash of debacles. In lighter news, week overall, Microsoft this week began shipping its Encarta Encyclopedia on CD-ROM. It had licensed content from Funk and Wagnalls after being rebuffed by Britannica. Britannica, I'm sure, regretted that decision a lot. A little bit. Oh, Encarta was so cool. Until Wikipedia came around. But Wikipedia was pretty terrible for a long time and still has its issues. It does, but in, yeah, Encarta was the Wikipedia of the 90s. Loved it. It was just so cool to pop in this CD and see all these funky sounds and graphics and things that would be super lame by today's standards, but were just awesome. The coolest thing. In 1993. Thing. Encyclopedias were the best. Yeah. Oh, the world book. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, let's move on to something that's not an encyclopedia. Movies and music! All right, diving into the box office. Number one on the list, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Which one was this? The third one. It probably sucked, right? Probably. The first one was really cool. First one was really good. Moving down the list, there are a couple good ones on Point here. Point of No Return, Fire in the Sky, C84. Those are the not good that ones, probably, C but... CB4. That one's CB4. Oh, CB4. None of those matter, though. Groundhog Day is what we're getting to. What an excellent movie. Bill oh, Murray yeah. at his finest. Bill Murray, at, like, admittedly at his finest. Hasn't he said, like, this is my greatest role? I don't know, but I hope so. I think he has, and he's probably right. And since then, Groundhog Day has just worked its way into science fiction almost every good science fiction show has their groundhog day episode stargate sg1 had one star trek the next generation had one all with more of a science fictiony kind of mm. feel to it like there's something you know a rip in the space-time continuum uh, or some yeah, shit yeah. that's causing it yeah but the groundhog day episode is, has become such a staple of science fiction and i love it that's true. Yeah. Uh, moving down this list, nothing really jumps off the page except for the following few. One being Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. Fantastic movie. Um, Aladdin is on here. Oh, Aladdin. Obviously featuring Robin Williams as, as the genie. genie. Oh, that was, that was a really good role of his too. Great, great movie. Mm. Scent of a Woman's on here. Pacino. That's about That's it for the it. movies. But the, the Billboard Top 100. Holy shit. Great week for music. Well, okay, number one is... Not uh, including number one. Yeah, number one is Informer by Snow. That's right. For those of you who don't remember or have repressed it, the white reggae Canadian artist 
Snow. If you don't remember this song, you know that song where you think you just heard that guy saying he's gonna perform I like to analing- boom boom now. Now, I legitimately thought this song was about analingus. Well, I mean, that's not entirely unfounded. Yeah, it really sounds like I'm me lick your bum bum now. Until doing this, I... <laughs> like, by doing this, I mean looking this up. Um, Until I was a 27-year-old man, I didn't know that it wasn't about licking bum bums. Yeah, uh, the yeah. actual lyric is a licky boom boom down. I don't know what that means. I'd prefer it to be about sticking a tongue up a butt. I think its definition is probably similar to the definition we were searching for last week. What was that? Oh, like a, a zig zig ah? I don't know. Are these the same things? Like, is this is this some like 90s innuendo that we were just too young well, to get? I think that a licky boom boom down leads to a zig zig ah. Can we just get to like 99 when we've got it more straightforward from like B44? If you get down on me, I get down on you. I need it spelled out for me. All right. Moving down this list. Number two is the song on here that really matters. Oh, Nothing but a G thing, Dr. Dre. Featuring Snoop Doggy Dog. Was he Doggy Dog or just Dog? I think he was, I think he was still Doggy Dog at that time. Yeah, he, he was not Snoop so, D-O-Double-G yet. He looks so normal in this music video. He could just be another dude walking down the street. Not Snoop Dog. You know, as much as these rappers are all gangsta and about all the thug life and carrying around gats and nines and smoking weed and stuff, they are really into safe sex. And oh, I yeah. love how much they promote it. In this song, there's a lyric that's, and before me dig out a bitch, <laughs> I have to find a contraceptive. <laughs> Now that's a zig zig off. I ever heard one. And um, then obviously in like yeah, in gin Snoop, and juice. yeah, in gin and juice, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. But yeah, this was probably coming off of the 80s with the AIDS epidemic being a huge thing. Probably a big thing in California as well. Uh, number three, we've got Freak Me by Silk. Now I don't remember Silk at all, yeah, but this group is smooth as fuck. Oh. The lyrics in this song are god awful, but they're just so smooth. They're so good that it just works. One of the lyrics, I love the the taste of whipped cream spread it on don't be mean moving on to number four a whole new world from the aladdin soundtrack yeah this is great now this is another thing that disney does first of all this song went on to win a grammy that's crazy well deserved very well deserved i think but there's this thing that disney does where they have their original cast recording for the actual movie and then they re-record it with like actual singers a year before they did it with this guy uh Peebo bryson And Celine Dion did Beauty and the Beast. And that's just a trend, like, with The Lion King. Mm -hmm. Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Elton John. Elton John. This trend was broken by Frozen, I think. They had a single version recorded by Demi Lovato. But the original Idina Menzel version completely overshadowed it, actually charted, because you don't fuck with Idina Menzel. I didn't know any of this. You've given me a new fantastic point of view. Yeah. (laughs) That That was good. Thank you. Number five Ooh. was... I Am Every Woman? Yeah. I'm Every Woman. I don't know why I felt the need to sing that one. That's good because I didn't actually listen to this song. I make it a point to listen to the top five now, but I still got derailed from that because oh, of all God. the Disney music I listened to. Sitting at number 10 is another artist I hope we never talk about. <laughs> Bed of Roses by Bon Jovi. Well, good thing is Ugh. Bon Jovi is past its peak by this point. The only real hit they had in the 90s, I think, was like It's My Life in 99, which if you're around our age and you probably know of from a Dragon Ball Z music video you downloaded True. from Kazaa. What else do we have on here? Love Is from Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, a little Mary J. Blige, sweet nice. thing. We've got some TLC with Hat Frank. to the Back. Man on the Moon by R.E.M. 
Oh, Rhythm is a Dancer. Oh, that's a good one. That is good. There's not really a whole lot else worth mentioning in here. Moving on to 90s news now. This actually concerns Kurt Cobain. So Cobain, uh, at age 27, was found dead in his Seattle home on April 8th, 94. His death was ruled a suicide uh, by a Remington shotgun. CBS News asked for the photos in a public records request to dispel a rumor that the shotgun had been melted down to hide evidence in a supposed cover-up of a potential murder. This is one of those conspiracy theories that's been circulating for 20, literally decades. 22 years, yeah, 22 years. So Seattle police have released the photo of the shotgun and they say they've released hundreds of documents and dozens of photos on the death of Cobain, but have never before uh, shown the shotgun that they say the front man uh, used to kill himself. And that picture is now out. If you've been looking anything about the news this week, you've probably already seen this. But if you haven't and you're into Nirvana or conspiracy theories, I guess, uh, this is something worth looking up. All right, let's slip right into this week on. It was no question what we were going to choose this week, partly because there was no Simpsons and Friends had yet to premiere. Seinfeld it is! But even if there was... Wouldn't have mattered. Season 4, episode 20. The Junior Mint. Oh, I don't think so... we even need to read the plot summary for this because if you're at all familiar with Seinfeld or even just 90s pop culture, you've got to be at least somewhat familiar with this episode, but we're going to do it anyway. Elaine's ex-boyfriend is recovering in the hospital and has surgery. The gang goes to visit. Kramer gets the idea to paint his apartment to simulate the feel of a ski lodge. While at the hospital, Kramer's concern about the operation gets him and Jerry in to watch. But when Kramer sneaks in candy and forces it on Jerry, Jerry starts a chain reaction that causes the junior man to land in Elaine's ex-boyfriend. Jerry thinks he may have killed the guy while George, who learns that he has recently come into some money, decides to invest in the ex-boyfriend's artwork. Oh, man. Now, here's the thing. So, obviously, the junior mint being dropped into the guy in surgery it's is... such a good thing. So oh good. Oh, my God. Just the, that, that iconic shot of the junior mint just being flying up, in, up the in the air. And oh. just Jerry and Kramer's eyes following it as it plops into his body one of the most quintessential seinfeld moments i just remember in those uh in those tv commercial like mashup things uh that they used to play that was always one of the ones they used for seinfeld it's a junior mint oh so good my favorite part of this episode has nothing to do with the junior mint story though. yeah can you believe that the subplot of this is probably even better than that i'm just gonna i'll read the entire subplot because it's worth it <laughs> unable to remember the name of the woman he is dating jerry tries to solve the mystery Given the clue that her name rhymes with a part of the female anatomy, Jerry and George come up with possible candidates. Urethra for urethra, Celeste or Hest for breast, and Bovary for ovary. And finally, George suggests Mulva. Mulva? <laughs> the payoff to the joke comes at the end of the episode when she presses him to say her name. Jerry guesses Mulva for a vulva, causing her to storm out of Jerry's apartment. Understandably. As she... <laughs> As she's leaving, Jerry incorrectly guesses another name, Gipple for nipple, and Loliola for areola. Then in a flash of insight, Jerry runs to the window and yells, Dolores, rhyming with a common pronunciation of clitoris. This was such a good thing, because he's he's rifling through her bag and stuff. This is also a problem very unique to the 90s, or times before it, because nowadays, you just have her on Facebook, you met her on Tinder, you know what her name is, I would think. Oh, it probably wasn't Mulva. It probably isn't. Oh, I wonder if there's anyone out there named Mulva. If you are Mulva, please contact us. We want you on the show. Or even anyone you know. If you know a Mulva, 
yeah get out there are i I almost guarantee there's someone out there who saw this episode and thought it was so funny that they named their child mulva there's got to be some sevens and sodas out there come on this was an amazing episode of seinfeld i would say if i had to compose a top 10 list it might be on it i think so all right let's move straight into our 90s spotlight and take a look back at our very first computers as we said intel released the first pentium processor now, some of you may have had your computers before this. You may have had a, a 386, a 486. You may have had something even older. Now, my first computer, I I think we got it in 95 or 96. It was running a slightly newer version of the Pentium processor, mm-hmm. clocked at 133 megahertz. I had 32 megabytes of RAM and a hard drive of 1.19 gigabytes. I have flash drives with 30 times the storage of that. Uh, my family, uh, we didn't get our first computer until the year 2000, so I don't get to participate in this. My what 90s computer was actually an electronic typewriter. That's, my mom, uh... yeah. I remember it came, it was in this big brown almost suitcase. Uh, you plugged it in and it had like this purring that it did. Less of a purr, more of an electronic whine. Uh, it was very serious. My mom made me learn how to type on that thing, which was weird transitioning to actual keyboards. Yeah. So this is, I think this is more of a smaller spotlight because we went really into detail with some of that stuff earlier today. I don't yeah. know if I need to mention anyway, that. It, just um, a, just a just fun wonder... walk down memory lane about how yeah. shitty your first computer was. Yeah, I used my first computer, that one that I mentioned, until 2003. That's way too long. It was. Web pages took forever to load. This computer sucked in 2003. Like 2003, we were playing Halo. Like the original Halo. Well, you definitely were not, but I mean... Yeah, I wasn't playing with you guys. I would come... <laughs> I, would, I would go over and I remember. watch you guys oh, man. play halo we hey we took turns we all took turns yeah I, I got i got my turn at it but i just wasn't as good because i couldn't play this at home because my computer literally couldn't play games yep mm-hmm. speaking of things yeah. we'd rather forget every week we have a sponsor as you all know we like to pretend we live in a world where the podcast is a paid endeavor which it certainly is not this week's podcast is brought to you by the smoking section smoking or non the first question you get the first question you get upon entering a restaurant besides maybe how many in your party smoking Smoking or non-smoking and it didn't matter it It, really didn't they thought a barrier of of a non-physical barrier of about what 10 feet was enough to protect you from the dangers of smoking in an open-air restaurant the smoking section is just half of the restaurant so your table is probably beside a table full of people smoking it didn't matter it's just it's not so much smoking or non-smoking it's inundated with smoke or less smoke like i remember being a kid and going to restaurants and leaving and like my clothes literally reeking of cigarettes i never realized it as that much of a problem back then but it's because it's just one of those things that you just grow up you grew up and it was normal yeah smoking or non-smoking like and thinking back on it now it was completely normal for people to smoke inside and now it's such a weird thing. If you see a TV show, if you see a movie where someone just like lights up a cigarette in a restaurant or any kind of public place, you're like, what the fuck is that guy doing? We got a badass over here. Right? Yeah. So the smoking section, we thank you for keeping us slightly safer from the dangers of toxic smoke. Yeah, mostly we thank you for not existing anymore. Yeah. One less question to deal with. Yeah. Uh, moving on, just, just before we wrap 
things up here, I'd like to do a little shout out if I could. My brother Brock has told me that some friends of his have found our podcast, not through him actually, just found it on their own, which is very exciting, but they weren't sure that it was my brother's brother, me. Actually, well, Thompson is probably one of the more common names that exist. Right, but how many Connor Thompsons are there? Anyway, this shout out goes to Nicole, Carl, Maya, and Tim. Yes, my name is Connor Thompson. Yes, my brother is Brock Thompson. Yes, you're listening to my podcast. And I'm just going to piggyback on that yeah. uh, on that shout out thing. Katie, I promised you a shout out like eight weeks ago. Oh, Katie. Thank you for existing and being one of the first people to actually download this podcast, but not thank you for trying to play it at work. Oh, Katie, you should play it at work. Bro. Don't play it at work. Play, play it at work. I will. Tell I will make. I will not make a threat on a podcast. Tell your friends. Tell your friends and play it at work. And with that, let's pick the next week. <laughs> so next week we will be finishing off the month of March, possibly. I don't know where the thirty first lies. This is very in this. exciting. This is a legitimate wheel spin. Yeah. All right. Oh, anything can happen. Next week we will be doing March twenty fifth. Oh, doing a little counting. Ooh, to April 1st. That's fun. April Fool's Day, 1995. We'll see you in 95 next week. Uh, just a couple closing notes. You can find us online. Our website is stuckinthe90spodcast.com. Chris made it himself. Go check it out. It's very cool looking. I didn't even have Squarespace to help us out because oh. they don't sponsor us. Hey, Squarespace, you can get at us on our email, stuckinthe90spodcast.gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. We've been doing better at uploading things we're we'll get there one we're day. going to get there we promise check us out on facebook leave us some comments if you want sure uh our itunes I, I announced on the facebook page we now have 10 reviews on itunes whoa double digits yeah if you like what you're listening to go ahead and add a review that would be cool only if it's a good one though yeah if it's a bad one you know just, just forget about it, it. Just just forget about it forget let, about let it let us know yeah, give, us, give us the feedback yeah, privately privately for the constructive criticism mm-hmm. and with that i think we've got one last thing to say the podcast, the podcast is, over. is now over. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. Thanks for listening.